Well, hello everyone. You have reached Soup Pod with your host, Teresa Parker. This time around, guys, I want to talk about some gore, some real horror, tragedy, discomfort, and drama. <laughs> Just my medical stuff, that's all. I'm going to give you guys an update. Let's back up a bit uh, so I can get you up to date. Uh, you're going to wonder, so I might as well lay it out for you. So here's the deal. I'm at home, and my dogs like to walk around me, my cats, and all these extraneous noises. I apologize ahead of time. Uh, I have a dog over here that is chewing her uh, pizzle, if you know what one of those are. Yeah, disgusting things. But they love them, so she's over there munching away. So if you hear something, that's probably what you're hearing, is her getting busy with her pizzle, chewing it all up. Anyway, so here's the deal, guys. Um, I've been having health problems, as you guys may know. Um, to back up, you know, there for a long time, I thought I had heart issues because at nighttime I would get pain. It turns out that uh, my heart's just fine. And then it progressed to the next level, which was, well, maybe I have reflux that was causing this. And But I couldn't understand how reflux could cause the severe pains that I was getting. Again, process, process, time went on. And it got to a point where I thought, well, you know, I'm going to try this diet because it says, you know, maybe your issues in your gut are, are have to do with um, bacteria or, or bad bacteria, too much bad, not enough good, that type of thing. So I, um, I started this diet and apparently it was, it didn't agree with me. Uh, it was not like it was crazy stuff. It was just eating things more to soothe that and to create good bacteria in the stomach and, and, uh, a good gut health and um turns out that wasn't the issue and it actually was detrimental to my health i th i believe that you know that caused that and all the smoke that i had um, been ingesting for a couple months with the, the fires we had out here between the two of those things i do believe that it was probably uh the reason why i had a major flare-up what i consider flare-ups and um at some point you know uh, I had to go to the urgent care, and a couple days later, I went back. And it, basically, because the symptom I was having was this cr incredible neck pressure, uh, like somebody had their hands around my neck, and it was cyclical. It would go up in intensity, and then come back down, go up, come back down. It would make my heart race because it was pretty um, anxiety-ridden situation. So. Um, so I didn't know what any, what was going on. Eventually, I got to the doctor, and she put me on this uh, anti-acid pill. It's kind of like the more extreme kind, once a day in the morning. And um, you got to be careful. You can only take it for so many weeks because it can cause osteoporosis, right? So in between that time, her uh, prescribing that and me getting these other tests, you know, as time went on, I started feeling a little better. It was slow going. I admit it. Um, it's been a, two and a half months now, approximately, and um, uh, or two months, and uh, almost to the day, actually. Um, so, gosh, uh, she ordered me some tests, and... The first test was a blood test. I passed with flying colors. Everything was good. And you'd think you'd see something negative there if something wasn't quite right in my body, right? 
So then um, uh, what's the next one? The next one is a uh, scope down the throat. Now this one I'm asleep for. It was easy um, when it was over. Um, I, I was back in the recovery room instantly feeling just fine and the doctor was there to talk to me and told me, oh gee, guess what? You're normal. Your esophagus, your stomach, your intestine, all normal. And she can see all of this from the inside. So then uh, next test, um, CT scan. The doctor had told me originally, you know, if other things come up negative, we'll do a CT scan. So she did. She did a CT scan and guess what? all normal. I had a couple little issues, but I already knew about them. One was um, having to do with uh, arthritis and the other one having to do with uh, fibroid. I knew about all that. Not a problem. She said shouldn't give me any problem and it doesn't. Neither do. So so then um, let's see the last test. Hmm. That was the one I just knew that they were going to give me and I just knew that it wasn't going to be good. I had researched it prior and just in writing, I didn't watch any videos because I wasn't about to do that. Um, <laughs> I got to be honest, I didn't want to see this stuff. I didn't want to know. Um, I felt like being fat, dumb, and happy uh, was probably a better thing. So um, I get in there and, um, God, I had to be there a half hour early. Nobody was there. They, they got me in about an hour and a half later. It really pissed me off, but whatever. I didn't want to go in it anyway. So, <laughs> you know, delay forever as far as I'm concerned, but they didn't. They got me in there. And um, the nurse basically, to numb my, my nostril and my, the upper part of my throat, she, she puts this big glob of, it's a gel anesthesia, not an anal, analgesic, uh, sort of a thing. Um, she asked me to sniff, you know, make it go back. And so I did all that. It was kind of weird, but you know, I did that. And then she said, all right, well, we're going to do some, some testing and, and, um, I'm going to put this in and it's going to go back and in it goes. And I got to tell you, that was disgusting. Not only did it feel horrible, it felt like an alien was crawling down my throat. It gagged me about four good times. Once it got past the gag reflex, I I, really, I didn't gag out after that. It was just, that was the first, just, in, you know, probably because she said, keep swallowing, keep swallowing. And uh, at some point, I felt like it was stuck, and I told her, I, go, I think it's stuck. No, 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 we're good, we're good. So I think she fixed it, and it went down all the way. And so they taped it to my nose to keep it down exactly where it was, because when you, when you do swallow, it does tend to move. So I've got this fucked up thing in my throat and it hurts to swallow because you can't swallow completely because there's this thing down your throat and here we here she comes now she wants to she wants she wants to lay me down so she lays me down and she says okay now I need you to not swallow and she gave me this thing to suck slab out of my mouth so I could hold on to that and uh needless to say uh, I had a hard time not swallowing. It took me a while to get those three tests of not swallowing for like 30 seconds. Um, it was difficult because um, swallowing was the only thing that felt good. It's like you wanted to get rid of whatever that was in there. So then she starts in with, um, she has to get 10 good swallows from me, from this liquid she's going to give me. And it's like in a CC thing. And um, 
it wasn't very much to 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 swallow and it seemed to me like the first few ones were fully loaded if you will like the majority of the water um uh in in the syringe was full and then it got less and less and less it seemed like she was lessening it to me that's what it felt like I didn't, anyway i didn't ask believe me i did all i could to maintain and not want to run out of that place with that thing in my nose or down my throat um so finally we got through those it was difficult very very difficult and then um she sat me up and then i had to um do five more real quick sips and then uh once that was done and i'm making it sound like it went really quickly it did not <laughs> the actual thing itself was difficult um i as i said uh, in my uh, social media oh my god I hated this worse than anything I think I've ever had to do I was in the army and I had to be in um, those um, gas chambers right they have to teach you how you can survive still not being in it constantly but being in it you know and then taking off your mask and then walking outside uh, you know of the of the room uh, they teach you how to do all these things in the army because you know you got to learn in case the, the the enemy you know shoots a CS gas at you so that was tough um, I couldn't breathe um, that was the point I had snot down to my ankles you know <laughs> uh, everybody does at that at some point at uh, during that um, test that they give you in the army but and I've had other things that I've done that were excruciating that that were painful but this was this was a combination of disgust pain discomfort and truly horrible like nightmarish horror movie-ish you know test Ugh, I, I absolutely hate it so at some point she said, all right we're done thank god I'm thinking and she goes, take a deep breath. So I took a deep breath. She pulled it part way out. I took another deep breath and out the whole thing came. And it felt like somebody just pulled an alien out of me. I mean, oh, God. I got to tell you, that was the best feeling in the world. And then, so I go, hey, can I, because my nose was stuffy then at this point. I said, can I blow my nose? And she goes, yeah, just lightly. So I did, and it bled a little bit, but it's just a lot of mucus. That's all it was. But um, she said, yeah, you're good to go. I wouldn't eat anything because um, for a couple of hours, anything hot anyway, and because you're, you know, your throat might be a little numb and you don't want to hurt yourself. And so I said, all right, I, I, I understand. Um, so I did end up probably taking about two hours before I ate something, but and I was starving because you, you, you need to go, you have to be, um, you know, you have to uh, fast before you take the test because God help you if you throw up when, uh, you know, they've got that thing down your throat. So that would not be good. So that's what they did to me. I don't know if anybody else listening to this has had that uh, particular test. It's fucked up. You don't want it. I hated it. And I literally, I don't care what they say is wrong with me. They're never going to do that test on me again. <laughs> Ever. I'll take the other one with the scope where they put you out, but I'm never doing that one again. It's not going to ever happen. I just, I can't hang. Um, I, I'm a big old pussy when it comes to that. And I don't, I already know what to expect now. I watched later 
after the fact i watched people doing it online and they didn't gag that much and they didn't seem to act like it was any big deal at all now for the camera maybe they were really being brave but i i was i was trying to be brave for myself and i couldn't do it you know it was well i managed let's put it that way i managed not something i ever i want to or need to or plan to repeat um i'm only telling you guys so that you can be educated in case your doctor asked you to do it i'd think hard and twice i really would i think hard and twice it better be damn important and of course feeling better in my case is damn important but even if they go yeah we know you have spasms in your esophagus we understand what's going on what can they do i mean there's no cure they give you uh narcotics to sort of dull it um but it doesn't go away it just sort of makes your smooth muscle um relax and i can't really have that in my case because i do have a slow heart rate and so i cannot lower it any further so really to my knowledge there isn't anything they can do other than diagnose it but uh, i do have one more trick up my sleeve um a mentor of mine um d wallace the famous actress she's also a healer and um, when I told her what was going on with me, she said, call me. So I called her and she said, you know, and she, she, uh, she, t she, um, she's a clairaudient, uh, which means she can hear what she says are her channels telling her stuff. And she uses the pendulum for um, positive, uh, negative answers. And she said, absolutely, spasms was a hard hit on her pendulum and I said wow okay I kind of figured it out myself because at some point uh when I was at the ER the doctor said well maybe you have spasms you know and uh esophageal spasms and so I looked it up when I got home and oh my god the the um the symptoms were to a T to a T these are my symptoms uncomfortableness in my stomach and I've since realized that that is gas buildup in my stomach at times when I eat certain things so something's causing that and then um, which is doesn't happen very often but once in a while and uh, and then um, I'll get shooting pain uh, radiating from the center which you know your mind goes heart but it's not um, bing, 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 you know it's, and I mean it's not that quick I might get one or two the other night laying in bed and it happens a lot when I'm trying to sleep I got a couple of serious pains like somebody took a little laser gun and went doo -doo, right into my chest on the right hand side and then maybe a minute or two went by and then doo -doo, two more same spot it's bizarre you don't think you got that many uh, nerves and everything but it, you do and they're long reaching and and so this is it comes in the chest it can literally hurt my cause my collarbone area to hurt my clavicles it can go into my back um and the most severe up into my throat or my neck causing these weird waves of spasming i mean severe right so I was, I was telling Dee about all that, and she, like I said, she got the hit on esophageal spasms big time. Um, and uh, she told me about an osteo.
homeopathic doctor in Santa Monica that I needed to go see. She goes, they're expensive, and if you want um, me to um, intro you, I will. And uh, she, this doctor uh, healed my mom. She said her mom was had some issues. And so, you know, um, I'm going to try just about anything. Uh, I'll try acupuncture. I'll try uh, pressure points. Anything natural I can get my hands on or, you know, I'll try. Um, I will not take the narcotics that they want to give me. Um, sure, I could just dull it and I could walk around like a zombie all day long, but, um, and I probably wouldn't have any pain, but yeah, I can't, I can't do that. That causes too many other side effects. And the main one being lowering my heart rate more because my doctor did prescribe early on, prescribe this and we went back and forth on why I wasn't taking it. And she said, finally, you can cut it in half. So I tried that once. The anxiety around that was too much. Even if it helped, it was too much. Um, and it did lower my heart rate, probably a good five, six ticks. And I'm like, hell no, it's already low. I don't need it lower. So it just the, like I say, anxiety around that was too much. And um, if the other part wasn't too much, that was. So I didn't do it. Um, I have all these pills and I'm not going to do anything with them. Uh, probably toss them down the, the, the toilet. Um, but I've talked to other people and, and they say that they've been on narcotics as well and it has helped, but I just can't, I can't take it. Now, if I got to the point where, you know, I could take, maybe take the pill during the waking hours when I'm awake and I'm not resting, you know, sleeping, trying to sleep or anything like that, I guess if it got bad enough, I would have to go to that. But I just, um, I really don't want to take narcotics and that's exactly what they are. And some of them are really serious stuff, you know, with serious side effects. No, I don't want it. <laughs> so... Anyway, I'm waiting as we speak on the uh, results of the manometry. Uh, God, manometry. That's what. That's how it's spelled. M-A-N-O-M-E-T-R-Y. Manometry. Lordy. It's like aluminum, you know. Manometry. Um, and they have different types of manometry tests, but this one obviously was of the esophagus and the stomach. So... I have a follow-up on Friday with the same doctor that gave me the scope, the one that I was out for, um, down the throat. Um, I don't know if she's going to be the one that's going to read the manometry, but um, somebody will. And uh, actually, no, I don't think it's going to be her. I think she'll probably just talk to me about what she read of, of it, too. I think it was a different doctor, as, as I recall. It was a different name. I don't think it was the same name. Uh, plus, it was in L.A., so probably not. Um so, yeah, that's that's my last Sunday in a nutshell, the mon manometry test. It was disgusting. Don't ever do it if you can get away with it. Um, I just don't, I don't approve of that. I don't approve of feeling like I'm in a horror movie. And uh, other than that, hey, good news. Um, because I am feeling better, I don't feel great, um, but I feel way better. Um, and I've learned over time, you know, taking a sip of water or two or three or a gulp really kind of helps the pain, uh, go away. Like if I'm having pain, uh, centralized pain that's sitting there, like not all of them are sharp, jabby ones. Some of them just sit there. And I find if I drink some water, um, 
It actually helps. I don't know if that makes interrupts what the esophagus is doing while I'm drinking, like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. It seems to help. And I'm, I literally am taking nothing other than the hormones that I take, my bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. I, I still do that. And I take a cholesterol pill and I don't really, probably don't even need to anymore because it's so low, but, um, but I take nothing. I don't even take a Tylenol. I don't even take an antacid anymore. I'm, I'm off of those other pills now. It's been enough time. I take nothing. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but because I'm feeling better, I told my agent that I was ready to start back in again acting. And lo and behold, today I had my first audition. Um, it was for a pizza, uh, a play a pizza owner. And it's for an insurance company. And I can't tell you any more than that. I mean, that could be a million of them either way. I'm not really telling tells here. Um, so we'll see. You know, when you do those at home, uh, you do your best and you just forget about it after that. There's nothing else you can do. Uh, if you get a call back, great. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, but it was nice. I mean, I told my agent about three days ago that I wanted to get back in the saddle, and pff, here I am. So, hey, bring it on, man. Uh, this is a, what they call SAG National, uh, and which means um, like the previous commercial that I did that was also SAG National, you get paid every time they show it in all these different markets. So, yeah, it's a, it's a few bucks. It's a few bucks. It would be a great Christmas if I could book this sucker. Um I remember last year, uh, just in what was October, November, um, yeah, I shot that commercial and it was, I had the most fun. It was so much fun. And, uh, yeah, um, the whole process was fun. Um, I, I surprised myself because I did book it, you know, I've done a lot of these and I don't book and I'm, you know, I keep trying, uh, positive attitudes about all you got, you know? But, uh, when you don't get it, but in this case, I just took a chance. Um, I didn't know what they were looking for. Uh, and you know, I didn't have much of a direction, I should say. And so, um, I read something recently. Allison Janney says, you know, when you figure out that it's, you have to please yourself in the room and not try and please them, you know, you're going to do really well. And she said it took her a long time to realize that. And in this case, that's exactly what I did. I didn't please them. I pleased me. I'll back up. There was this moment in time where there was four of us ladies in callback. And we were all four that standing there. And we were to basically improv how we were going to get into these people's house so that we could put up their decorations for them. In other words, be a burglar. And at some point, somebody said... Um, something and you know I said something somebody else said something and it clicked it just clicked and I said I can get in there and somebody goes Teresa and I said what can I say I got a past and that my friends was the improv of my life <laughs> I kid you not I believe because they wanted somebody with my look I mean or at least I, I made them think they did once they saw me. And then when I gave them that line, like, I'm going to get in those people's house. 
It just gave them a feeling about me that they liked. They liked what I said. And I felt good doing it. It was neat. It was The director was super far away. So is the camera. I mean, I don't know how close they are on you. I didn't get a chance to see it after, of course. But you're far away from people. And the four of us are standing there. And I got to be honest. I don't think there was anybody in my group that actually got hired. And I was one of the only actual veterans because it had to do with vet, uh, had to do with um, military. Um, I was one of the only veterans that got hired, and none of the people that I saw, the three other ladies that were in my group, got hired. So I felt extremely lucky, and it was worth twenty five thousand dollars. So I took it and I ran, and I got rid of my bills, and I saved some money, and I bought a few things that I really wanted, and it was just a great thing, you know. And they paid me all through. Couple of, a couple of weeks later after it started, which it started around um, November 11th, which was uh, Veterans Day, and uh, like the night before, and then the next day it started in earnest after that, and I kept checking, kept checking, kept checking, and man, they just, they showed that commercial everywhere in all markets. Um, they had a 30-second, 60-second, 90-second spot of this exact same commercial, just shorter and medium length and then longer. And, um, yeah, it was worth every minute, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. So maybe I'll be lucky here. Who knows? But uh, I hope I've educated you guys on uh, manometry testing. Don't get one. If you have to do those other things, for whatever reason, just know that when they put you out to do the scope down your throat, you won't feel a thing. You might have a little bit of a sore throat later, but that's to be expected. Don't fear that. That one was not painful. My stomach just made a little bing. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't 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 stress over that one. It's it's the it's the one down the the, the tube down the nose and then then down the throat to your stomach is you need to say no. Fuck that shit. <laughs> well, you've been listening to me quite long enough. Go on and on. I hope everybody here has a safe. Happy, healthy holidays, um, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and every other thing that people celebrate during this time. Uh, don't forget, now on the 21st, there's something some people call the Christmas star. I don't call it a Christmas star. I call it a solstice happening. Basically, two planets, uh, Saturn and Jupiter will appear, they won't actually be this close, but they will appear in the sky to be one-fifth the length, the width, I should say. One-fifth the length, uh, one more time. One-fifth the width of the moon apart. Essentially making it almost look like it's one. And so that's where people get that Christmas star thing. It hasn't happened in 800 years and it won't happen again till I'm dead and gone. So, uh, or a different kind, anyway, of that sort. Uh, so, get out and take a look. And now, remember, it's in the southwest sky around dusk. If you're not ready, it's going to be gone just like that. Because, you know, we're all rot we're rotating, plus we're rotating, plus they're rotating. You know, it's only so many minutes you're going to be able to see it. But look at look to your to the southwest and try and spot something very bright and you're gonna you're gonna have your eyes on it get a set of binoculars if you don't have a telescope you don't need one get a set of binoculars 
hell, your eyeballs will work too, just to marvel at this neat thing that hasn't happened in 800 years. Apparently, I think it was something like Galileo was a couple weeks or months after he discovered something or other. I don't know what it was, some, some strange thing. I thought that was interesting. 800 years later, and we're going to see it again. So, that's what we're doing here, folks. We're uh, coming up on Christmas and New Year's. And I may make a prediction. Those of us that are not in an age group or a risk factor group, like healthcare people, um, we will not be seeing the vaccine for a good six to eight months. So you know what that means, guys. We're going to be stuck at home at least that long again. I don't see it going any faster than that. Um, and I hope I'm wrong because I plan to take the vaccine because I plan to not ever get that disgusting virus that's killed so many people and God bless them. And my heart goes out to them and all their families. I really, I could just break down and cry for, and mourn them all, all at the same time. This didn't need to happen. Uh, we could have dealt with this much, much better and I'm not going to get into the politics of it. It's You can't bring those people back, but we can definitely do more than we're doing now. And I understand possibly the ridiculous do-nothing uh, Senate is going to get off their ass and actually sign on to the House's um, bill to try and get people money and relief. So let's hope that goes through. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I definitely voted against Trump, and I'm definitely happy the way the election has gone. I think anybody with half a brain doesn't like all this discord discourse um and discord <laughs> uh so i digress let's get back on track and have a happy 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 new year you guys take care you've been listening to soup pod with your host Teresa parker i love you